This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. Hi there, g'day, and welcome to this episode of The Settlement Guide, a series where we help you navigate life in Australia. Whether you arrived today, have been living here for years, whether you were born in Australia or you're planning to move here shortly, this series is for you. My name is Claudiana Blanco, and I came to live in Sydney more than a decade ago, and I'm still learning about life down under every day. Today we will explore how to access abortion services in Australia. Although women have access to early pregnancy termination options across the country, these essential healthcare services are not always clear or widely known. Women should be reassured that if they require an abortion and present to their doctor, that at the least the GP should refer them on to the appropriate service if they don't provide the service themselves. We do have conscientious objection clauses in the law that require doctors to refer women to other providers if they have a religious or other objection to providing abortion or discussing abortion. Today we will talk about a number of services in place to help women navigate their choices in line with their personal circumstances. Let's get started. Around 40% of Australian pregnancies are unintended. Of those, approximately 30% end in abortion, with most terminations occurring before 12 weeks into the pregnancy. Professor Danielle Matza is the head of general practice at Monash University. She says previously strict abortion laws have been increasingly relaxed over the past few years. Abortion is now decriminalized in Australia, which means that it is a legal procedure and is able to be accessed through the healthcare system. The issue is that legal doesn't mean available. Uh, it's one thing to make it legal and it's another thing to have it available and accessible to women because the availability of it depends on the workforce to be able to provide it. A decade ago, the majority of women had surgical abortions, usually in private facilities. With medical termination now offered as an alternative, accessibility is gradually increasing. However, only 10% of GPs are registered to prescribe the required medication, and the pathways to these services are not always easy to navigate. Abortion legislation is state-based. Professor Matza explains there are differences depending on where you live. Victoria is the most liberal in terms of its laws, but other states have, for example, gestational limits as to how far into the pregnancy an abortion is allowed. The states have rules around who can give authority for an abortion once the abortion is occurring late in the pregnancy, say beyond 20 weeks. 
Abortion laws ensure that women have rights when speaking with their doctor, no matter how difficult the conversation. Most women should be reassured that if they require an abortion and present to their doctor, that at the least the GP should refer them on to the appropriate service if they don't provide the service themselves. And that's a very important point that we do have conscientious objection clauses in the law that require doctors to refer women to other providers if they have a religious or other objection to providing abortion. Or discussing abortion. The stigma associated with abortion is often greater within culturally and linguistically diverse communities when compared to the broader population. Dr. Claire Borma, medical director at Family Planning New South Wales, explains. I think that it's hard for a lot of Australians generally, but then there's those extra barriers for people from culturally and linguistically diverse groups, which may not be talking about. Sex and relationships, and accessing sexual health services generally, or might have additional cultural and social contextual factors that make it more challenging sometimes. Compounding this, migrant and diverse women often tend to see doctors from similar cultural backgrounds, which may create anxiety around how the doctor will react. Accessing abortions is also location specific, and often there's not one clear path to follow. Dr. Borma says your GP should know what local services are available. They can then conduct initial tests to confirm how far along a woman is in her pregnancy. It depends partly on how far through your pregnancy you are, what options are available to you, and also where you're living. Unfortunately, does affect what services are going to be available and whether you might have to travel sometimes for services. There are limited abortion services offered through public hospitals, and so if you're needing to look at what your choices are, talking to your local healthcare professional might help guide you. Currently. There are two forms of termination available. The first is a medical abortion through an oral prescription drug. This option is available only for women who are under nine weeks pregnant. Professor Matza explains. A medical abortion is akin to a medically induced miscarriage. The doctor will counsel her about that, check to make sure that the pregnancy is not an ectopic pregnancy. Then she can be prescribed the medication, and that medication causes the pregnancy to be expelled, as it would be if she were having a miscarriage. So medical abortion can occur at home with the woman supported by her friends or her family. The medication is provided by some GPs. Private clinics and family planning services. It may be issued via a telehealth phone or video consultation, which benefits access for patients in rural areas. The second option is a surgical procedure. Many women don't want to necessarily have to manage what is essentially going through an early miscarriage at home, and would prefer a surgical option, whereby they are admitted to a day clinic or a hospital and have a very light anaesthetic, and then the abortion takes place surgically, like a curette, and then they can go home, and it's all over. And surgical abortions can occur beyond nine weeks gestation, although the majority of them occur before twelve weeks. 
To locate a service, you can speak with your GP or contact one of the national or state-based referral services. One of these is HealthDirect, a free national 24-hour helpline that connects you with a registered nurse. In Victoria, women can call the 1-800 My Options information line. Those in New South Wales can contact the Pregnancy Choices Helpline. Dr. Borma says family planning clinics also provide different services across Australia. There's family planning services in each state and territory of Australia, so getting in touch with your local family planning service can be a good way to get some initial information about the options that are available to you and where you're located. The one in New South Wales, we're providing medical and surgical abortion options now for patients less than 15 weeks gestation. Because most abortion services are provided within the private sector, the cost of a procedure can vary greatly depending on your circumstances. There are rebates available through Medicare if you've got Medicare access, but there are often gap fees that people have to pay, and there can be quite wide variation in terms of what people can be expected to pay, and it will be different depending on whether you're receiving a medical abortion or a surgical abortion procedure and how late or early in the pregnancy you are. Nicole Hewig is the counselling team leader with Children by Choice. She says even if you have private health cover, insurances differ. We actually find that majority of the women that we work with are, are not able to access their private health insurance; that it is not covered by their private health insurance, and they have to pay full cost. So, private health insurances, which you know, majority of international students need to have to be in Australia, generally cover termination services within a tertiary hospital, but not within a secondary hospital like the day surgeries, which is where most of our surgical terminations do happen. There are also a few university health centres that offer abortion services. Some hospitals do offer terminations at no cost with a Medicare card. Otherwise, if you're seeking a medical abortion through a private clinic, the medication itself can cost up to five hundred dollars. Miss Hewig explains. On top of that, you're paying your doctor's consults. You need to get blood tests. You need to get ultrasounds, and all of them are at a cost. So it can be up to a thousand dollars. The top end, if you're trying to get a surgical termination, and you might find out later in your gestation, it's up to eight and a half thousand dollars that these women are having to come up with. Family Planning New South Wales provides both medical and surgical abortion and bulk bills people with concession and healthcare cards. Their out-of-pocket gap fees for surgical abortions range from $350 to $450, depending on how far you are into the pregnancy. As each pathway is very location-specific, it's important to speak with your GP or contact the service that is nearest to you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Settlement Guide, written and produced by Melissa Compagnoni and hosted by me, Claudia Nablanco. The Settlement Guide managing editor is Rosa Germian. Until next time. This was an SBS Radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au/radio. 